2: John doesn't care about radio hosts. You can't even walk, walk. We're like
0: robots. Walk,
3: walk. Hey, hey, hey.
0: I think Sean made should fight dirty.
1: We're like robots. Robots. You can't even walk. walk. I would not care if my wife
3: was milking cows. We're like robots. 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 From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. We're
4: well, having-
1: This
0: is, uh, beans don't burn on the ground. You don't know good. nothing about this, Del.
1: Yeah.
0: Or just to get up that hill. Boom, boom, boom. And then we hit the... <laughs> then we... we hit the harmony.
2: Excuse me, baby. There ain't nothing wrong with that.
0: See, that's gospel. That's our background, Del. Yep. Yeah. You don't know. And the Houston Texans are moving on up. The Houston Texans are moving up. This song is for the Houston Texans.
1: You think this Maybe you didn't the hear, we
0: don't shine shoes no more.
1: Yeah, we don't.
0: We weren't even shoe shiners before. We were literally just children begging for money in the streets.
1: Uh, no, we're more robots, poor, remember? More porridge, uh. sir.
0: That's what, that's what the Texans were. You know what they are now? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, moving on up. Yep. We got a dry cleaning company well,
1: we're moving up to the to you know playing all the one seats throughout throughout the league next yeah. year that's that's Let's fine go. good well, good right. you know why because we're, we're in a the dif- elevator
0: yeah because we're in a different zip code
1: yeah no, 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 no.
0: when you move into a bigger house do you have higher property taxes yes okay
1: yeah and it, it's harder yes. okay it's yeah harder. yeah yeah and it's supposed to be. is,
0: is your house nicer
1: yeah, but then you can't put any furniture in because you don't have any money.
0: Oh, that's okay? why you got to so
1: make sure that we can. We got some furniture in the house. I okay? don't. I mean,
0: sometimes you go through furniture every
2: few years.
1: Uh, yeah we we've been going through a lot of furniture the last few
2: years. There's another term for this. The Texans got a a Lamborghini out front, but a, what a ramshackle house! You're saying <laughs> house
0: poor. You're saying the Texans or are house rich. poor or hood rich? Yeah, or hood rich? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah of boots, and then you gotta. We'll
2: find out next. Well, can't
0: pay no rent, but my money spent.
2: Yeah, depending on the, this run, this this playoff season, and we'll find out if they're hood rich next season when when the when the opponents get tougher. Yep, and, the yep. and the HOA is out there so, to get you. Yeah. Do have okay. a Lamborghini though, but you do. Yeah, you have a Lamborghini and CJ. Yeah. yeah. But you we may got a also. But I
0: hope. Yeah, but can, in three years you could have to your tires could get taken might, off. We might
2: have uh, you know plaid seats. Cloth seats, but no, nah, nah, the problem is if it ever breaks down, you you don't got the money to fix it. The <laughs> <laughs> you can't pay for the co- the, par- the parts
1: and services. Too and expensive. Guess what? CJ's gonna get it too. CJ's gonna so, get hood
0: rich it. would be then if we are living in a certain life, but we're doing it like what? with this schedule.
1: Okay, the with jets, the sch- so the schedule the would be. The Jets were hood rich this week, this year. The right? jet? no, they weren't yeah, rich they at broke all. They down and they couldn't fix it. Okay. They got their Lamborghini, and then they could. They got. They got a beautiful. Well, before the season, you're talking beautiful. about they were. Well, yeah, yeah and Not then, during the and season. And then it broke down, and they couldn't fix it. They couldn't afford to fix
0: it. During the season, they were just out in some in rural Kentucky with anal probes from aliens.
1: Whoa! whoa. I
2: thought you're just gonna put a car on
1: block. Yeah, I, no, I, I, wanted
0: I wanted to go be... all the. Yeah, I wanted oh, to go Lord, all no. the Aliens.
1: Had, they they had abductions.
0: That, no, no.
1: They had that Mercedes up on blocks in the front yard. That's That's what what it was. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. There's Uh, nothing,
0: I know that when I see somebody with a car parked in their grass of their yard, I'm like, okay, okay, the HOA is not strong here. (laughs) You can do anything you want here. Our HOA isn't too. To I mean they just charge us a bunch of money to do nothing. It seems yeah. it seems like at least it seems like that. I don't know. Maybe they. I don't. I also, don't. You I'm gotta, not a troublemaker in the it,
1: That's what Dell does, though. He walks around his neighborhood. Yeah, are you looking the HOA snitch, Dell? Yards and making sure everybody's. I've told.
2: I've told the story. I've been in that neighborhood for damn near 15 years. And Who's like, your
0: best friend in the neighborhood? I don't have
2: friends. Uh, and I walk Manny? around. And people will still slow their cars down and look to make sure.
0: It's not what you think. Uh, it's not what that. Is it then? Because they think you're a HOA snitch.
1: No, they no, don't. don't. You, you look like it. You look the part. Everybody I, on Twitch saw you. You got your hoodie on. Well. Is that how you're walking around the neighborhood? No. It's generally hot. So, no.
4: I'm so, <laughs> in mean, shorts and yeah, no a okay. t-shirt. Right, no. Well, the
1: kids don't care about
2: about that yeah what are you I'm talking not, about my kids wear my kids wear sweatshirts not, i don't know if you've heard i'm not one of the kids anymore yeah no,
0: no. no Kid, right. kids honestly if yeah. you're in your teens you wear as much clothing as possible during like you so, like you're some kind of roofer like you know if you're on a uh, if you're in a job where you have to wear this is just the first segment it is what it is Dude, if you're wearing long sleeve we shirts and jeans in the middle of summer then you have a job like roofer where you're trying to just protect your all of your skin when you're basically working at 135 degrees, 140 degrees. My kids just do it because ah, I guess that's just their move. They don't wear jackets in winter ever. They'll just go out with T-shirts. Snacks will go out with a T-shirt in the winter and a a a hoodie in the 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 summer. summer. Yeah, it just makes no sense. On on everything, that's what's what's happening. It makes no
1: sense. The Chronicle did a nice long piece about where CJ stands in recent memory, in recent quarterback so history. They, they
0: quantified it then?
1: Yes, and they quantified it by playoff victories. Well, okay. In recent memory, two playoff victories by rookies, Joe Flacco, Mark Sanchez, and Brock Purdy.
0: Those they, are the only rookie quarterbacks with wins?
1: In recent memory. Re, in recent memory. This uh, is probably over this century, over this century.
0: Yeah, Mark okay, Sanchez. Okay, one playoff been...
1: victory, Ben Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson, C.J. Stroud.
0: Oh, those were two on the other ones. Okay, I got you. Yeah,
1: two playoff victories for those So guys. you
0: said Ben Roethlisberger, you said Russ?
1: Russell Wilson, C.J. Stroud. So tier
0: two is better than tier one.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, that, the I one playoff that's a better... That's a better. I mean, Brock well, Birdie, here's but... no playoff victories. Matt Ryan, Andy Dalton, Andrew Luck, Robert Griffin Third, Dak Prescott... And they all made the playoffs, but none of them won their game. None of those guys. Now, didn't make the playoffs, Baker Mayfield, Justin Herbert.
0: Who was Rookie of the Year, RG3 or Andrew Luck? They were drafted in the same year. RG3. Correct. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Like, now he's just some weird, he's just some, now he's well, just see, RG Ocho. Did you see what Jay, RG Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like one of the, he's just like, well, one of the Ocho's is, is, Sam regular. is the one that's Sam's, know, based in reality. Sam's fine. Emmanuel awesome. Emmanuel Acho and RG three. If they did a show together, <laughs> it would just turn into conspiracy theories and just weird t- bad. They try to out bad take each other. <laughs> but but as a as a football player, and you remember who had him. Well, well, why was he rookie of the year? Okay. Who was his Who was his play caller?
1: Uh, Jay Gruden. Nope.
0: Kyle Shanahan.
1: Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan was his play caller.
0: Kyle Shanahan was his play caller. Brock Purdy going to the Super Bowl. Shanahan was his. Matt Ryan's MVP season. Kyle Shanahan was his. Matt Matt Schaub's greatest season uh, as a Texan, most explosive uh, yardage and all that stuff. He led the league in yardage. Kyle Shanahan was play caller there. Pretty impressive. It's Jimmy Garoppolo. Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. It's a pretty good. I've been following this little. Now the one that you know you got What by Johnny. Okay. I don't think anyone could have helped Johnny. No, nobody. could. I don't think that was a field issue so much as a life issue for uh, nobody, Johnny Manziel. Nobody could have. That's all. Kyle Did you Canahan. see
1: Jay Gruden and RG three uh, feuding a little bit on on X?
0: Um, I heard about it. I just saw that. <clears throat> he, yeah, I, I saw Jay Gruden had a comment. I, you know what? I saw Jay Gruden's name. I'm like Jay Gruden. I forgot Jay Gruden. Was yeah. Was it? What like? What's he, he
1: doing that, now? If no, he's does anyone know? Well, if RG three was what, what's RG three doing? You know, other than being, you see him on TV. Well, but what happened to a a career?
0: Well, but RG three is does TV games like he does games. He does. We see RG three a lot. I I didn't even I forgot Jay Gruden existed.
1: If I ever put a QB through what Philly is putting Jalen through, I apologize. Pick up a blitz, and Robert Griffin the third put his glasses. I saw that. Yeah, said say what?
0: Yeah. I saw that. And what did Jay Gruden say?
1: Well uh He
0: probably came back and he said, responded oh. and
2: said, Were you not prepared? you weren't prepared, Robert? Like he's something like that, like, Well, we didn't have you prepared for that, Robert, and Robert Griffin the third just had another like picture of him
1: like like looking at him like, Come on, man, come on. Something like that. Um, RG three also So R G three came back and said, You told me you didn't know how to coach a QB who could throw and run oh, like yeah, me.' He did say so that, it looks yeah. like you weren't prepared, Jay.
4: Oh, here we go,
0: our dirty. Uh, like, this is what Twitter's for, what for. So, so we can get our yeah, gossip. Yeah, going. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, it's not. Well, is it gossip or is RG
1: three?
0: No, but it could be handled. It could be handled behind the scenes, but it doesn't. Happen.
1: So where know, does happen. okay? CJ's got a chance to win his second game here uh-huh. himself in in that in that neighborhood, which would be he'd be the best of anybody in that two playoff victory. Now, Joe Flacco, in all fairness, won a Super Bowl and was Super Bowl MVP. Um, yeah, Mark always, Sanchez was. Do you struggle with that Brock knowing party.
0: that he was uh, like a bad like an interception, a missed interception away from? Ironically, a missed interception is what brought CJ to
1: Houston. Um, yeah, a missed uh, interception. A missed interception is what got Matthew Stafford a ring.
0: Yep. It's a missed hard. interception got Vince Young. Uh, a college football championship. People forget he he threw one right in I don't I can't remember the linebackers' hands or safety. He threw it right in somebody's hands on that last drive and they dropped it and it turned into a legacy touchdown yep. for Vince. Yep. Miss interception, um was what is what is how Joe Flacco advanced past Denver. That was a Denver game and won a Super Bowl. Yep. Like but no one talked like you may remember the misinterception. Like I forgot
1: about Matthew Stafford. Oh Matthew was right in Tart's hands. Yeah. Right in his hands. Mm-hmm it was a terrible throw, and he drops it, and, and they go to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, it was a terrible drop.
1: Yep, terrible. I mean, it couldn't have been an easier catch, and he dropped it. Um, but but of all of these guys, well, it's you know it's recency bias and it's Houston bias. You know, Ben Roethlisberger's Hall of Famer. Ben Roethlisberger is going to be on Hall of Fame and had a great, great, great career. If CJ could have Ben Roethlisberger's, Roethlisberger's career, I take it right now. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean mm-hmm. that. It, it, it's spectacular. Matt Ryan had himself a really nice career. Andrew Luck, you know, quit. Um, Dak is in limbo right now, as is the whole Cowboys organization, which is great. But you would rather have CJ, other than maybe Matt Matt uh, Ben Roethlisberger's career, you would rather have well, CJ than any of these guys. Yeah,
0: I'd rather have his one-year career. I mean, right.
1: per nice. his career... I would rather have him going forward trajectory than yeah. any of these guys. Well,
0: some of those guys you already know, are you know, but Brock Purdy is um, CJ's more talented than Brock Purdy. It's getting it's getting to be a little bit weird listening to weird in a good way. Listening to professional players like EJ Speed and and Zaire Franklin talk about man, some of these throws that came out, blah blah blah. Then I'm watching. Um, did you see? There's a video of the Cleveland Browns and the Mike Dub segment. You saw the mic'd up segment because we've got sound for it. It was interesting because it looks like it was maybe a DB coach for Cleveland was talking about. Hey, it's different when the ball comes out of this guy's hands. He was the he was the he, you know he goes he's he was the, he's the top quarterback or top rookie for a reason, man. He it looks different when he throws, and he's talking to his DBs on the bench. the The Cleveland I'm pretty sure it's a DB coach, and he's like speaking glowingly of how it just appears to be different it's weird because when i watch and so i was watching marvin harrison i wrote up marvin harrison jr last night like i didn't get to bed till 10 i had to write up marvin harrison get these things done for dangerous Is marvin harrison
2: life. code for dwarf
0: marvin harrison quote code yeah, for dwarf you were,
1: yeah you had Where to you write it up Dwarf stuff oh watching- no no
0: i'm off of dwarf stuff <laughs>
1: you're off yeah. dwarf stuff already yeah i'm off of. you moved on
0: well i mean it was two seasons i watched the natalia grace and i figured out i don't like anybody on this whole show yeah, None that's of the like me for this people. show. Yeah, yeah. None you know, of the people are good yet, people. And here you are. None yeah. of the people are Checks good
1: people. Checks keep cashing. We're robots, though.
0: And so, um, and so I'm watching Marvin Harrison last year because he had, mm, I'd say, better quarterbacking last year. But his, but his numbers are almost identical with with Kyle McCord and C J Stroud. So I'm watching C J Stroud. I'm like, I'm back in C J Stroud watching Ohio State. And so it's pretty interesting to me. And he's not as good. Like, you can see his footwork's not as good. There's little things that are off. But you start to see other things like, yeah, man, there's that placement. Ooh, there's that throw deep down the field. Ooh, there's that. There's that. I mean, you can see those flashes in the regular season. It just wasn't as consistent. Um, But watching CJ, I don't get the sense, like, I'm not blown away. I wasn't – I never feel like I'm being blown away because I think the arm is – I think the arm talent he has is more something that NFL people appreciate than than maybe the common person because it doesn't look like like he doesn't throw this he doesn't have a whip like Jay Marino. Cutler or Michael no, no, Vick you know no. just a, a Dan Marino he doesn't throw a whip but everyone talks about oh man it comes that boy it's like he's got a lot of late life on his deep balls he I think it's his accuracy that makes him so good and like J.J. McCarthy sometimes people see it differently. In the league, I had a conversation with a high up yesterday about JJ McCarthy, a team that's looking at quarterback. And we were were going through some of the quarterbacks, and he said, JJ McCarthy is an elite processor. I said, Well, take me through this. Like, how do you mean? He goes, I said, Because I thought Bo Nix was really good when he did it. He goes, Well, what Bo Nix will do is he pre snaps, sees what the defense is, and then he turns to, Okay, I'm going to work this side, and it's a high low concept. He goes, That's great. But you don't have to go through as much process, and you've already eliminated it to one side. What Michigan asks J.J. McCarthy to do is step up in the pocket if there's pressure, but keep your eyes open because you're still doing full-field scans. You're not doing half – there's not half-field read concepts. And it was interesting talking to an NFL person about that because you kind of get a sense of, like Bill O'Brien, one of the reasons that his offense is so hard – is that you're asked to be a full field, a constant full field reader. You don't just work half field concepts, <clears throat> and so it's tougher. And Deshaun I think would get broken down, and he would just he wouldn't be able to get through concepts. So Deshaun it just, was pretty good under he him, would, though. No, he was, yeah. he was. But yeah. I think he found option one. Like that's why you had to have a really good option one in DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Option one really helped. Deshaun him.
1: was better under Tim Kelly. Right. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. they both. I mean, yeah. those guys both did that. So option but, one was important. But C.J. Stroud can. He wins with any
1: options. Yeah. Let's break it here, and we got a lot more to talk about seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Including, we're going to hear from D'Amico. D'Amico basically told Christian Harris how to get that pick. He basically planned the whole pick six. out. He was
0: scheming a caper.
1: It, it was. It's. It's. It's incredible. We'll. We'll hear that on the other side, right here on ESPN. But right now, QC.
0: QC Kinetics. Um, so QC Kinetics is. Was very, very important. They have technology that is something that um, you'll hear about. Uh, You'll hear me say QC kinetics, and then you'll start to study about. You'll, you'll Google stuff on on the Internet about your joint pain and the chronic pain you're having, and you'll start looking at treatments, and you're going to hear things about PRP, and you'll hear about stem cell treatments, and you'll hear this and that. And what you're going to find out is Q, QC Kinetics is offering that. QC Kinetics, what they do is they find out what's going on with the joint, and the joint pain that's causing you to um, have chronic pain. But it's always going to be either – just a wearing away of tissue or damage to the tissue. And it causes consistent inflammation. That's where the pain comes from. That's where the lack of mobility comes from. When you get treated and you treat it with all natural biological therapies that take the body's healing power and then kickstart it and then put it back into the joint, it starts to regenerate new tissue and restore damaged tissue. The inflammation comes down, the mobility and range of motion goes up and you don't have to live that with that chronic pain. It's really incredible. And QC Kinetics made a huge difference with my wife being able to get that mobility back in her knee and run yet another marathon despite having a bone-on-bone knee condition. They can do similar things to you just with your or for you just with your pain that you're dealing with in your joints and it can be a life changer. Uh, Make sure that you give them a call or that you check them out online. Go to QCKinetics.com. That's QCKinetics.com.
3: ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dracula Flow.
4: I'm Dracula. I'm 12 million years old. I have more perks than there are stars in the Leo cluster.
3: Currently. In the Veritex Community Bank studios. One is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert. The other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance.
1: All right, welcome back here. 721 ESPN 975 and 925. 713 780 3776. 713 780 3776. So, Mark Vandermeer's voice is on here, but since it is being shared all over the interwebs, you're going to hear a little Mark Vandermeer calling the play of Christian Harris returning the Joe Flacco pass for a touchdown, a pick six. Before that, you're going to hear D'Amico on the sidelines with Christian Harris, telling him exactly what is happening, what is going to happen on the play, where Christian Harris should be, and how Christian Harris... Now, you'll remember, D'Amico even said this in the post game. he said, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Christian Harris stepped inside, had the pick, and dropped it. And so we talked about that. You've got to catch the ball. You've got to catch the ball. And here is Christian Harris. He told him exactly what was going to happen. And then while the play is going on, the video shows D'Amico Ryan running along the sidelines all excited and he's all uh, all nuts. And then you'll hear the referee talk to him afterwards about running him over. So here is the play. Here is first D'Amico with Christian Harris and then the play.
4: You just hang right there and just play the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Play the quarterback as soon as he snapped. stepped in front of it, go pick. Tell you. I tell you. I tell you.
0: Fourth and two from the Browns, 33. He's picked
3: off. Here we go to the left, 25, 2015 15, 10, 5.
4: Touchdown, Christian Harris. Second pick six of the game. Tone defense. So here's Harris. His eyes are on the quarterback, and at the last minute, he breaks underneath in front of the intended target, Harrison Bryant. He's had to run you over. I know. I'm sorry, baby. It's, uh, I don't you want, know he's exciting out here. I don't want to hurt I got you. you. Yeah, no, please don't. No. I'm <laughs> sorry. You
3: just...
1: He's such a good guy. D'Amico is such a good guy.
0: Did you say, do you remember now
1: <laughs> mm.
0: why I was so impressed at the Combine? You could just feel you, the winner. You could feel winner emanating no, you, from him.
1: No, it was creepy the way you were, though. No, because I because, because I, hadn't I hadn't seen a winner. Because I hadn't seen a winner for a long
0: time. No. Don't hate that I recognized the winner when I saw one. I'm no. like, nah, You
1: didn't
2: recognize it in CJ until he showed it to you. No, I recognized. I gave him a 6'7". I gave him a DeBrett. 67. DeBrett. Well, I gave him a 67. You will never live down your, your association with his hair making him untrustworthy. You yeah. guys
0: just can't. You can't. Let me. You can't just no. admit and acknowledge that I was right about D'Amico being a special guy. Yeah, is he handsome? Yeah, whatever. That
1: has nothing not, to do with anything. Mm-mm. It really actually doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. No, it doesn't. It helps, but it doesn't. Really it helps. does
0: help in this day and age. Brian Dayball couldn't get a head coaching job because he was, you know, Brian Dayball. He
1: may lose his job if if he was handsome like D'Amico, he'd probably keep his job. But I think some Italian
0: him. women would say Nick Sirianni is handsome, and he's got a try. He may he want to the Italians. They just want to get rid of their own. My
1: own. He's in the Super Bowl last year, and now you're going to get rid of him, Philadelphia. Well, These are I, stupid. I, I, These are stupid. From, I've learned from movies. No matter what
2: Italian women think of D'Amico, they better not say it out loud. <laughs> 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 yeah. Which
0: movies? Which movies taught you that?
2: <laughs> All of them. All of them. But yeah. particularly, good do fellas, the right thing. But particularly, Goodfellas.
1: Yeah. Well, Goodfellas does. There is something. Good Goodfellas. Do the right thing. Yeah. There's a few. <laughs> um. So uh anyway how about I mean you want to talk about a mind he knew exactly what Joe Flacco was going to do That's that's just such hard work though that's linebacker. studying But he's that's, played the position that's, that's that's his position
0: Like he knows okay he yeah, but probably he also saw it.
1: knew their tendencies and Flacco's you know, Yeah, what they were going to do But he that probably was, saw he yeah. probably
0: saw something maybe he even thought hey this you know, he's going to need to start taking some quick hit stuff. We're well, going to it was play. fourth down,
2: so he knew it they were going to get the ball quick and get a first down on fourth yeah. and two. But so. did he tell
0: him that? Like, we don't know when he told Christian Harris. I don't
2: know. That. Did they call a timeout yeah, before? Yeah, there that was play? a timeout right before. So maybe he, yeah. maybe he did. Maybe he did. Maybe he
0: did. I know that it was interesting. The uh, the television commentator made a comment about he waited till the last minute. That may have been a bait by Christian Harris to kind of bait him in because he knew, you know, if you go too soon, Joe Flacco gets yeah, yeah, away yeah, from yeah, right. it. And if he waited and baited. Because he had plenty of time to jump it. It wasn't a problem at all.
1: No, that's a stick route. You just turn around, and he knew. So D'Amico knew where exactly he was going to be. That's just hard work. That's a lot of film work. That's known tendencies. I mean, it was fourth and two, I believe. It what, was. Yeah, right. fourth and two. And uh, and he and he knew what their tendencies were. That's just good stuff. That's great stuff. Uh, Bobby Slowick. Bobby Slowick met the media yesterday. Speaking of, of good coaching here. And, again, the first question is whether or not, you know, Bobby Slowick is a, is a candidate for every – he's the second or first candidate on, like, four different jobs that are open right now. First or second, the favorite, as far as the, as far as the betting goes. Titans, he's number one. And then other ones, he's, you know, two or three. He's, always, he's in the mix in most of them. But he's focused on one thing and one thing only.
4: Same as last week, you know, very grateful – for every consideration, grateful for the opportunities, grateful to D'Amico, to Nick, to Texans organization, you know, for giving me this opportunity. But right now, I couldn't tell you what's going on. I'm entirely locked in on, on the Ravens. You know, I know coming up here pretty soon, that process is going to start pretty quick, but I'm going to cross that bridge when I get to it right now. Right now, I'm just Baltimore. No That's correct. He
1: has not taken any interviews. So I'm telling I'm tellin you, this is a bad thing. Because I know what's going to happen. TCU, their OC, went and that's why they lost. He didn't take interviews, though. To Georgia. He's not taking interviews. I know he's not taking interviews, but his mind wasn't there. When Summy left here for Texas A&M, remember they lost lost to Southern Uh Miss?
2: When Mark Rick was... Getting the Georgia job? He didn't oh, they mind. usually get other their- things besides Florida State. They lost in the Orange Bowl. They, they usually
0: Lama. get their asses kicked. Usually, if a, coach, a lot of times, yeah, just yeah. um, because he can't concentrate. Exactly. So is that? A, so is that? Oh, he better concentrate against this defense. Is that? I mean, you know, is that a question? It's so
1: silly. He yeah. is. He wants to win here. Well, now
0: I can see if you're if it's a lame duck situation like Summy moving on, Tom Herman moving on the players know you're leaving them. They don't care as much. That's different than professional football. But I also think it's why Bobby Sloick has to just like immediately shut those questions down. I guess it's the media's job to keep asking the questions, yeah. even though you know what the you know what the answer is. It's not it's not going to change. You're asking a question that you already know the answer to. But I guess you just get the soundbite of him saying that. But he's not going to engage in any of those conversations because for the very reason his focus he wants Nobody to think his focus isn't on this. He doesn't want any of his players to think his focus. No. His and you his know what? Focus his focus isn't on is, this. is totally on this. It is. I, 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 it is. I believe
1: he'll him be hundred percent. Whether
0: it's this year, or next year, uh, do you or, think
1: he's, he might be fielding some calls as, at home? at 8, that. nine o'clock.
0: Uh, it's
1: possible. Yeah.
0: His agent does that. It's possible. More than likely, if he thinks he's, if he gets to a point where he knows he has a job, uh, or knows he'll he'll have one offered, and an agent may already know that a team is going to offer him, you know, what they'll do is, uh, what they'll do is they have to start making phone calls to, to know who their staff would be. So that's, but once that starts happening, that's how the leaks come out. Because I remember when uh, Lane Kiffin was going to be the uh, head coach at University of Houston. And I knew that because uh, before Tillman shut it down and went with major Applewhite, Lane Kiffin was going to be the head coach. Lane Kiffin was reaching out to, other coaches saying, hey, this is my job. I am going to go here. Are you going to come? Can I get you to come? And so because I had an agent friend of mine who was in the office with a coach when he took the call from Lane. And so Lane was going to be the U of H coach, but you can't officially do anything until you know who you're going to bring over. When that's in college. In pros, it's even like you have to show a vision of who your OC yeah, is, who right, your yeah. DC is. You've got to have a whole vision. That's why it can't really happen right now for – if you do it as an ownership group, you're doing yourself a disservice because you're just trying to hire a name and you're not, okay, what's this guy's plan? Well, how is this guy when we talk to him? Well, who, what's his staff going to look like? If you're doing it the right way, you got to find all these things out. Yep. Look at what D'Amico's, D'Amico's clearly put together a
1: good staff. Absolutely. A great staff. All right. Breaking it here seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six Luke says Willie Willie Fritz that's why Tulane lost to SMU because Willie Fritz was moving on uh, <laughs> uh, SMU no, is they just got really good ass here. handed to him by SMU SMU was uh, pretty damn good that day uh, time to talk right now about the uh, biggest and the best by volume. In business for over 20 years, Houston Powder Coaters. Houston Powder Coaters is going to make whatever it is that you have look really, really nice. Be it your boat parts, be it your car parts, be it your outdoor furniture. It doesn't matter what it is. They'll pick it up, and they'll deliver it absolutely free. It's a pretty big process, y'all. All All right? It's it's a lot. And you're probably going to talk to Robin, and she's going to... Uh, give you help. She's going to help you all, all along the way here. And as a matter of fact, if you want, I mean, you call up there, 281-676-3888, and she will ask you know, if you want to show her your furniture or car parts or boat parts, and she can tell you whether or not she can help you, I mean, without you even going in she can you can text the pictures to her and she can tell you. They can fix all the hardware, the straps, the slings, rep- they can repair it all. They can make it look like your favorite team, whatever colors your favorite team is. For Luke it would be that green and blue, that ugly green and blue that Tulane has. Uh but whatever your whatever it is that you want done, Houston Powder Coaters is here for you. All right? So all you need is to go to to houstonpowdercoaters.com, com, or call 281 676
3: ESPN, 97.5 on Twitch. Oh, it's you people. What do you mean, you people?
4: What do you mean, you people? Huh?
3: From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call... Oh, yay.
1: Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Before we go on, big ups to the Kooks. Man, they just destroyed Tech. Tech came in here uh, 14-2 and 2-0 in the conference, or 3-0 in the conference, and the Kooks just destroyed them. Jamal Shedd was unbelievable last night, 12-16 of 16 from the field, and he had uh, 10 assists as well. He's, he was spectacular. Spectacular last night, and that that home field, that home court advantage is something. Listen, it ain't gonna be easy going on the road in the Big Twelve. We know that they the Cougs have fallen in the rankings, but who cares? They're gonna be there uh, in the postseason, and you know we'll find out what kind of seating they're gonna get. They're they've they got a lot of tough games uh, up ahead, but if they play like that. Juwan Roberts inside scoring, you know, on six and nine. They shot 52% from the field, 47% from three. Mm-hmm. That's not Coug-like. That was excellent. That was different last night. And that's a pretty good tech team. It's a pretty good tech team. So uh, big ups to uh, the Cougs for the win last night. We're going to keep an eye on them all season long because they're fun. That's just that. Uh, that's just fun. 713 780 uh, your Rockets, meanwhile, not, not as good. Just,
0: Golly, this is a bad time right now. They just are out of sorts. They're not in a rhythm right now. Uh, well,
1: they can't play on the road. They're just a bad road team. I mean, it's just well, bad.
0: You better get good on the road. They're what? You better get good on the road. Is yeah. this going to be a year... I don't know I'm gonna be a little disappointed if they don't make play in now. You know, first I just wanna see growth and compete for a play in spot. Now I definitely wanna be in a play in spot. Like yeah. I I definitely wanna be in a postseason tournament because I feel like yeah, I think I feel like we were sold that with their play early in the year. I don't I think, think there's no, any absolutely reason. Were. I don't think there's any reason they can't
1: be. No, they're, they're better than they. They just listen. It ain't getting any easier. They got Boston coming in here. They got Utah and Portland and Boston coming in for the next three games here. This is the halfway point, and they're you know they're just not. They need to be better. They had a. Re, you're right. They, they were. They were show, They were showing that they can play with people, especially at home. They can play with anybody at home. They basically can play with anybody. Right now, they're outside looking in on the playoffs. Game out of the ten, uh, the Lakers are there, and I don't know who's falling out. Maybe Utah. This is a big game against Utah that you got coming up here. Um, you got to start looking at this stuff. You're at the halfway point. You 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 want to you want to get your positioning in here, and you know who's behind you. The Warriors are the Warriors going to be there? This is that team. Is did they have to break it up? At the end of this Astros era? Yeah. This is this is time.
0: Yeah, it's time for that. Hey, how
1: about there's been a lot of talk about Quentin Grimes mm-hmm. about go after Quentin. Dead. He's on the block. He has lost favor with Thibodeau. He's 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 out. He's persona non grata with him now. Well, you saw he Pascal got a few minutes last night.
0: Pascal uh, Siakam got traded yesterday yeah. to the Pacers as they're going in a different direction. That would be nice. This is well, yeah. This is where I think now is the time that you're going to start seeing. But he's a guy where, that you could
1: actually use. But Quentin, could the Rockets? Do you think they need a guy that can shoot? Right, that can hit threes? Jalen again, zero for five last night. Well,
0: that's what that that brings up my point. You know, Grimes is only twenty three. Is this about the time where you start to? If you're the Rockets, you haven't you haven't had the success, the sustainable success here recently, and you're coming up on February where you maybe. Take a look at also doing something before the trade deadline to try to regrow rebuild your momentum yes I think that I think it is too you have plenty of but it would be a move not for not for the short term well it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a short term move it should be something to build a core
1: yeah well I don't you know we'll see they want to throw in you know some 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 other stuff in it I don't I don't know I don't know you know what what you would give that's that's not our jobs obviously but. There, you've got assets that you can part with, the, and, and 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 he's, Quentin Grimes is something that you could use. You could really mm-hmm. use a shooter like that. I think that if you had I think had Cam a, Whitmore's back in the doghouse again. He got nine minutes last night. <laughs> yeah,
0: it doesn't take much. Like, if you don't do something in practice, my guess is if you don't do something in practice, if you're not, Quentin Grimes is going to be a guy that, okay, think about this, John. They had issues with him, right? Uh, or supposedly what we heard was that, there was issues with personality and you know, uh, some teams didn't like his demeanor. And This could also be a situation where Ime Udoka is trying to early on hold him accountable in those departments so that he performs at the level he's supposed to. He does the things he's supposed to, so he doesn't slip into, if there is an issue with that, so he doesn't slip into that issue of maybe not doing some of the little things that you have to do to be a pro it's this could really be nothing more than because i know he knows he's talented this could be Ime Odoka saying we're going to make sure that he is a pro and we'll do this early on we're not going to let it get to year three i'm doing it year one and that's fine and i love it if that's what he's doing that's great Change up the minutes. Change up when he plays. If he doesn't earn the minutes, then then don't play him the minutes.
1: Get get a, get some shooters in here. But yeah, this I, is how long that they don't. This is a team that loves to throw up threes, and they don't have any shooters. Again, last night, twenty six percent, twenty six percent from three last night. Mm-hmm. Get a guy in here that can actually catch and shoot. That Fred VanVleet can hit on the wing, and he'll just and he can put it actually put it in the basket. I mean, how long, how This isn't, I don't think it's brain surgery. Go find you some shooters out there. We that's haven't you had win. a marksman for years. a long time. Yeah,
0: I, mean, I can't even tell you who it was actually.
1: Ryan Anderson?
0: No, he was supposed to be. He wasn't. Well,
1: then he turned out, but he was for a while, and then he wasn't. Anymore. Well, he was
0: bad on the. He was bad at home and good on the road. Yeah, because that's when Daryl Day, Day, accused me of data dredging when I brought up the fact that he really shot well on the road but not at home and then he said that's data dredging. Not really. And I had to go find out what it was. And then after the season was over, it's like this is like two years of this. How is this data dredging?
1: Yeah, right. This is real. Uh, no, it's real. And this was real. Go get some shooters.
0: Dylan Brooks is now shooting 34/7. The Dylan Brooks, the good three-point shooting Dylan Brooks, that's you know, that was a fun that was a fun character. Yeah. Uh when when that was the character that he was playing, but this were the regression to the mean has happened. Yeah. And so Jalen's not a three point shooter. Dylan Brooks is going to be a below average three point shooter. Van Fleet can be uh, streaky. Amin Thompson's not a three point shooter. Jabari's a little streaky, but I, you know, he's okay. You're right. Having one guy that you know you can count on as a three point shooter sure would help.
1: And you don't have any. You don't have any. Is Quentin Grimes could he be, Green could he is be just, your young Eric Gordon? It, every time. I, I think I, when Jalen Green puts it, I, I, it's never going It just looks – it's never going in. It's just not. That shot is so busted. It's, it's, I mean, it's I – don't, I don't know what you do, but you've got to do something. Come on, Rafael. You've got to do something. This team deserves to get into the postseason. It's good enough to get into the postseason. Yeah,
0: you know, we're kind of counting on this, actually. Yeah, no, you need to do this. I hate to tell you this. No, it, it, This will be the third team, but you really need to do this for me because I think I deserve a basketball team that's back in the playoffs. I deserved it with the Astros. I deserve it with the Texans. And I hate to say this, but if this will help them play better, you know, I've been through a lot. Uh, hmm. We had, phew, mm-hmm. I mean, the COVID thing. Was all over the place, yeah. and, and then we had shutdowns, you? You had and dwarves. we had all the masks. and Yeah, I have is seen COVID that. Is COVID
2: and wearing a mask unique to you? Yeah. Huh? Well, you yeah. said you've been through a lot of things. Is COVID and mask unique to you only?
0: I'm just saying, I went through all this stuff well, yeah, where you, did. you had you to. Did. In yeah, fairness, I, I did. In a a lot fairness, lot I, did. I mean, did this, I'm not saying anything that's not accurate. No. Mm. Um, one time I almost ran out of gas. Uh, in well, my car. I forgot
1: your key card. Oh, no, yeah, wait. I forgot my key cards multiple, multiple times.
0: times. I had a, a gate opener that didn't work when it got really you cold. You locked yourself in
2: your own home. Um, yeah. You did a, lock yourself in your house. Floor,
0: I had a flooring guy named Willie come in who did a terrible job. Well, yeah. Just terrible because I tried to, <laughs> I tried to shortcut it with somebody cheaper and I learned a How big lesson. No, it would work terribly. Yes. It worked terribly. And through all of this, like, not It'd sure. be nice to have a team get make it in the playoffs. A I'm not asking for a championship. I just think I deserve a playoff run. I just like seeing my Astros, Texans, and Rockets as somebody who was, you know, who's lived here and been a, a, a Houston sports fan my entire life. I kind of deserve this, honestly.
1: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you on that I, I, yeah. one. I, I can see that. You know what? If not, maybe John Dashwood will sue him.
0: Yeah. I, for uh, emotional well, but, damage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Personal injury. Right. Yeah. If, well, if it causes me to fall. You just never know. I mean, you never know how this is going to work. Uh, I just know that John Daspit is there for you if you have been injured. If somebody has done something that um, out on the roadways that hurt you, that's going to be something that needs to be accounted for. If you do not have uh, – or if you're at work and, and work is dangerous and – You are, they have not created the safeguards to protect you, and you were injured a refinery blast, offshore accident. These things happen all the time, and he's there to take care of you all the time. What I mean by take care of you, make sure that your medical bills are accounted for, your time missed from work is accounted for, um, anything having to do with uh, your physical therapy, occupational therapy that that is taken care of, and as well as your emotional distress or physical distress, that's part of it as well. There's a wide variety of things that go into it depending on the severity of injury, and John Dasput wants to make sure that they're fair with you and that they're not trying to squeeze you and take advantage of you. It's John Dasput and the Dasput Law Firm. Make sure you go to DasputLaw.com or just call. The number's easy. They speak Spanish as well if you have a friend who needs that needs bilingual, seven one three call now. That's seven one three call now. ESPN ninety
3: seven five dot com on the chase long. I've
0: got a chase long in my dressing
3: You're back in the Veridex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline.
1: Oh, I mean, is this the longest week we've ever had? Honestly, I can't wait for this game. I know.
0: I'm really excited. Do you get the sense that... I don't... I, I don't know. This I This week is just crawling. Well, we haven't had that many callers this week. We've had listeners. I can check on listener count, yeah. but we haven't had as many callers. I'm kind of surprised you guys aren't calling to give us, like... I really want to hear from people about this game cuz I honestly don't have a feel how confident people are. I've, I I've had some interactions with different people who, you know, are Texans fans who I think they are very hopeful in this game, but I don't uh I haven't we haven't really heard from as many Texans fans Kind of breaking down the game and giving us their opinion. I know there's a lot of you out there that, yeah, John and I and Dale, we can sit and talk about this all you want. But if if you want to jump in and give your opinion on how this is going to go or what your concerns are or what advantages you think they have, I just want to remind you, you can jump in at any time at seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. That's seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. But um, I I am uh I'm going to be excited for it. The more I think about this game, the more I really realize how how big of an uphill struggle this is going to be. There's weather concerns. Um, there, in terms Although of they practiced, listen, in terms of just they, the cold. wind
1: might be the biggest factor. The yeah. cold, I mean, listen, they practiced yesterday and yeah. the day before in exactly what they're going to face. Now, 18-mile-an-hour winds. We did have some winds, though. We had some winds here. 18-mile-an-hour winds, 19-mile-an-hour winds. That is going to affect the Fair Fairbairn better not be hitting any good cool Well, posts. we have
0: two great we have two great kickers in this game. Tucker, we have the greatest of all time and then we have Kaimi Fairbairn who's really good. And and honestly, Lamar Jackson, the thing with Lamar Jackson is I mean, he can run and hurt you. It doesn't have to turn into yeah, right. just a passing game if it's very if the wind is bad. Let's hear from Chris. All right, you guys jumped in good. I'm I'm really like I don't have a good feel for what Houston's thinking about this game. So I I definitely want to hear from you guys. Let's get Chris in here. What's going on Chris? How are we doing? Hold on a second. Let's let Dell And Chris, what's up, Chris?
4: Hey, guys, how are y'all this morning? Good, how are you? Hey, uh, good, good. I love the show. Um, One of the keys, I think, this week, uh, and I really hope we can re-sign him, is Devin Singletary. I mean, it seems like when he's running laterally and I think he's going to gain a yard, he he falls forward for four or five. But, Lance, one thing this past week I watched in the Brown team that I didn't even realize, and I know you study a lot of offensive lines, I didn't realize how many defensive linemen, when they're taking on a block, And that, that offensive lineman is going to shed the block. They grabbed the shoulder pad of the offensive lineman to allow them not to get to the second level. Number six, that linebacker with the weird last name for Cleveland, they were hyping him up so much. But the reason why is, you know, that, that defensive tackle did a good job not letting him get to second level. And I think if our offensive lineman can get up to second level with Baltimore and that good defensive front seven, Singletary can have a good game, which then you and I both know will open up for Stroud. Let me tell you who the original. Thanks. Love the show.
0: Thanks. The original defensive holders were the Baltimore Ravens was Sam Adams and uh, uh, Tony Saragusa. They, their entire job was to hold any climbers, any double teams, you engage them, any combination blocks where one guy posts you up and the other guy kind of makes the secure block and then climbs up to the linebacker. Their job was to hold and keep them engaged so Ray Lewis could run around and hit everything that moved.
1: And they were great at it.
0: And that's why they were 330 pounds
1: and you know they that's that's now, their job Now with Ro, uh, roquan and 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 patrick queen they're doing the same, same thing, stuff same that's thing. why you're unlikely to you're see you're going that. to see two defensive holding calls in this game
0: Wow, that'll be a lot. Yes. It, the most you ever see is one, and it happens you're, way more. I mean,
1: because the Texans, if they're smart, I mean, they they're going to. The before the game, D'Amico's going to be drilling them. You've got to call this defensive holding. You've got to call these defensive holdings because that's how uh, Smith and, yeah. and, and and Queen are making all the plays. Because
0: who you're talking about, is like really fast and physical. And yeah, you're right. That's good that you picked that up because I didn't – I don't remember hearing a defensive – was there a defensive holding penalty in his last game? Uh, I think there might have been one. Was there? Okay. Maybe that's something that drew his attention to it because, yes, defensive linemen try to get away with that a lot. And, actually, you'll get it called sometimes. You'll get it called sometime by officials. Let's get Nelson in here. What's going on, Nelson? How are we doing?
4: Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, to be honest, I just started listening right now this morning – Usually listen every day from you know from when y'all start to when y'all finish, but I didn't know it was going on like that. I didn't know the staffs were not calling in, so I wanted to make sure I get my two cents. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty pumped about the game, man. I uh, I think after listening yesterday, John did the matchups, how everything's matching up, and I'm pretty comfortable. I think, uh, I think the difference here is really how how much are you gonna let Lamar rush rush on you, right? If you can hold him down to them rushing yards and making non-meaningful whatever he does rush. And then uh, I'm comfortable with DJ Stroud. I think, honestly, he's the better passer in the game right now. And the numbers show it right. So I think uh, it's lining up for a good, good show out and showcase and, and and really just a movement forward going, going forward in the future.
1: Yeah. Uh, listen, I don't think that the Texans are far behind at any – listen, the linebackers are, are exceptional for Baltimore – but the Texans have not, they play, Christian Harris has played much better and Cashman's played well all year. So I don't think that's, the safeties are a big difference now. Williams and Hamilton are better. They're just better. And oh, by the way, that's going to be a downfall of the Texans, I think, is Jalen Petrie on Mark Andrews is not going to be a good thing. I don't, I just, I just don't think that, I think they're going to have a couple of big plays. He, Isaiah likely has had some big plays this year for him too. So I think that's going to be a problem. The Texans have had a problem with, with uh, tight ends, wide receivers, I could I can see them shutting them down. And I think I think the Texans' corners are playing as well as anybody right now. Although the the Ravens are pretty damn good too, but but uh, yeah, Lamar is better than CJ. Yeah, the the offensive line it's it's pretty similar. I mean, Tunsil's playing out of his mind. The wide receivers are for the Texans, I think, are better. Tight ends, not so much. But it's. I, think, I don't think that there's that big a difference between these teams. I just don't. Um, I think that there's
0: enough where they're better here, they're better here, they're better here. Maybe not a ton, but incrementally mm. it starts to add up and it creates a lot for you to overcome uh, to win. Now, you win games on the road all the time that, that you're not supposed to win in the NFL. That happens all the time. Well, but you also need some things to work in your favor. You need to win the turnover battle, and the Texans are the best at not turning it over. Right. They're the best in the league. Now, the best turnover differential is Baltimore Ravens. So, you you need to try to win the turnover battle, maybe by plus two. And then, I, you're never going to win the special teams when it comes to kicking. I mean, you can... Justin Tucker's as good as anyone who's ever lived. But Cam Johnson, the punting and stuff like that, yeah, that's a really big deal. Getting down on cover teams and making sure they don't get a, a punt return off. If you deal with win, making sure that you can just you can cover in case uh you know, in case they get a kickoff return because what's his name? Uh Duvernay is very, very dangerous on kick returns or on, uh, in the return game. So you can't you can't allow special teams to get away from you, and you definitely can't allow – like, you can't lose the turnover battle. You can't. And the rest of it just turns into, okay, it, Lamar Jackson has his demons. I mean, Lamar Jackson has a lot to prove. Now, I don't think he gets in his own head. He doesn't strike me as a guy that, that like, comes into a game like saying, oh, man – Dak strikes me as a guy who – gets into a game and says, man, I don't want to screw this up. Like yeah. I know a lot of people are looking. Lamar just strikes me as a guy who plays. And so I don't think Lamar's thinking, Oh, this is my legacy. I can't, if I lose this, but the fact is he hasn't played well in the postseason. and CJ Stroud, the only postseason I've seen him play in, he was great against Georgia. He was, he was good last week. Now PFF thinks he was bad basically, but, um, that's a that's a little bit of a not joke. Not as good as
1: you think he not was. Not as good as you think he was. I said that first thing Monday I, morning, and I agree. Uh, missed I some. He missed some throws, that's right, that's and true. I was a little disappointed in him.
0: Pff, John, can you create a Pff,
2: John account? I could. I mean, uh, if you. Oh, you're not you're not off of Twitter. You're back on X or whatever. I'm back on. Okay, it. yes, you should. I think John, you're right in line with all those Irish guys. Yeah, and JJ would attack you too.
0: Maybe it's just a Ooh, uh, maybe it's I'm a Irish. European thing
2: maybe it
1: is a european thing
0: maybe it's just a european thing i don't know but you are they uh, had potato famine you had ragu famine no 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 Raga. we had Oof.
1: we had uh, pasta famine we did we had pasta famine this year yeah. as a matter of fact yeah. pasta See? famine was yeah. it a famine though yeah there wasn't enough uh, wheat or whatever okay. did so you wheat ever, famine. did
0: that ever affect
2: you well, it was
1: you? It, no it's a pasta famine we don't call it wheat; we call it pasta.
2: <laughs> it was a famine. Pasta isn't naturally grown. Right. It's a well, wheat
1: famine. Well, no, it's like con- cement and concrete. You don't call it, it's concrete, okay? That's all. What's the finished product? Mm. Not not like it, Like not if not wheat. Like if there is a lack of
2: tamales because of corn, the corn issues. They don't it's call a it tamale. It's, it's not a tamale famine. Yes,
1: it's a to- <laughs> Oh really. <laughs> Oh really? It's a corn famine. A tortilla famine? Well, wait a minute. You're calling Flour. it a
0: pasta famine, they don't call it, they didn't call it the mashed potato famine of uh or the or the baked the potato fry, famine. The they didn't call it fin- the French fry famine, yeah. Well they didn't dun- say finished They're products.
1: Irish, I can't trust them. They were probably drunk when they named it. Oh, I don't boy. Know. See? There we go. <laughs> Coming from this. a known drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Time to talk about
2: A de- known de- drunk? Yes, a de- de- known
1: Daisy dip. Time. Let's talk about Daisy Dip, you people. All right. Let's talk about how good it is. What? I, I, okay. Sometimes not it depends on the pizza, but I'll put some I'll put some ranch on a pizza every once in a while. Okay. It's it's okay. It's okay to do it depending on the pizza. Yeah, in Chicago you don't do it. You just don't do it. But here you can do that. How about chips? How about wings? Of course you've got ranch dip. And the ranch dip that you should pick up, daisy, daisy dip. You got French onion dip. You got ranch dip with the chips now. You got the ridged chips that you want to dip in there. Of course you do. You, instead of getting flavored chips, just get the daisy dip with the French onion and the ranch. What? I love that there's no MSG or other junk that I can't pronounce. Taste is amazing. It's addictive. Let's go. When you go to the store, pick up some daisy dip, some
3: daisy dip. ESPN 975 and 925. Watch out, door.
4: I will not be murdered wearing a blue and white plastic cone on my head. It's positively undignified.